0: Welcome to Know Your Risk and Insurance Coverage with Risk ProNet, where we will discuss all things insurance for you and your company. Risk ProNet is a network of independent agencies who offer specialized insurance across business sectors. Regardless of where you are in your insurance journey, we want to invite you to join us to think about insurance differently. Know Your Risk and Insurance Coverage with Risk Pro Net provides answers to all your insurance questions. Well, welcome everybody again to Know Your Risk and Insurance with Risk Pro Net. Today is the holiday edition, and today we're going to be speaking with Beth Martin. She's with the Crane Agency in St. Louis, a longtime Risk Pro Net member. And Beth is their cyber expert, and we thought we might want to let individuals know what they need to be paying attention to this holiday season as it relates to cyber and the individuals. So Beth, nice to see you today, how are you?
1: I'm great, thank you for having me, I appreciate it.
0: Well, I think it's such a timely topic, especially when I think about how uh, my wife uses credit cards and gets online and do things to get that holiday deal. So tell us, what do people need to be thinking about as it relates to you as an individual and your cyber exposure, and the holiday season, what do you think?
1: Well, I agree, and I'm one of those shoppers, like okay. many women are, that go online to do a majority of the holiday shopping. So I think the biggest advice I can give is to slow down on the holiday shopping just a bit so that you can um, that you can truly see which um, websites you're ordering from, um, that you're not opening emails that are um, advertisements with links in them, um, those can be dangerous. So I think it, it's more important to go directly to a website, place an order for online shopping.
0: So, so when my wife gets the random text that says, click here to get your discount for some site she just ordered on, we should probably try and avoid right.
1: it. If you can, if it's a really good deal, you might try to still do it. But you just have to be careful, yes.
0: It drives me crazy. We're in the store, and I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, well, I have to sign up for the website to get my discount. And, you know, she puts all that information in online. And so right. how secure is that right now? What are you – thievery of individual information? We, what are some of the best practices that our spouses or the people we know or people listening need to be paying attention to? I like slow down. Well, that seems right. a hard one to do in the holiday season.
1: For sure, yes. Also, um, if you do have to enter in any personal information, be wary that you're putting it out there. So, a lot of um, a lot of websites or emails with holiday deals will have you enter your email address, and then they'll email you a code to enter in when you check out to get a discount. And that's okay as long as you're using an email um, that you already have secured. So, to open your email, you have to put in a multi-factor authentication to access it. Um, that helps safeguard um, that that email address. Um, I use a separate email for online shopping than I would for um, other personal email.
0: Well, that's a good idea. Maybe you could expand on that. Is that a best practice that you recommend? Create a, a separate account just for shopping?
1: I would because then you, it's another way just to monitor that information. I do a lot of shopping on Amazon and other sites so I get a lot of emails and a lot of text messaging from that. So it just allows me to monitor that more closely.
0: And you brought up a good point. You know, We know in the business world, we've been seeing the multi-factor authentication now as a requirement even to get cyber coverage. Are you starting to see that more in the individual space, whether it's maybe your bank or something? or and. If you don't want to do that, that seems to be like another step. And I'll take my wife for example. She's like, "Why are they asking me to do this step?" She gets frustrated by it. I think she's just a she's a setup for the the scammers. But uh, are we starting to see more of that?
1: We certainly are, and it's actually a good thing um, to have. I know it's annoying and it's another step to add. There are ways around it. For example, what I've done recently is the places that I go online, especially with banking. Um, you can download an app that will keep all of your passwords. And it's like a, a master p- password keeper. Um, and then you'll have a strong password to access all of your passwords. And that's backed up by two-factor authentic- authentication. So on my cell phone, it'll use my face- facial recognition to open up my password keeper. And then I'll have all my passwords secure in there. It's just another step to make sure that um, that you know your your information is more secure, especially when it comes to banking.
0: Do you recommend using uh, LastPass or something similar? I, are are mm-hmm. is the are the Apple password keychain just as strong? Is there any recommendations you have for individual users as they start to think about using a master password collection site?
1: Yeah, any of the um, apps that will show up. Uh, you should just research how they are used. And if you're comfortable with using that, you know, every day, I use the Norton password keeper um, on mine. Um, So that's what I use. Um, I also use the Microsoft Authenticator app. um, And that I have turned on MFA for Facebook, um, Instagram, all of your social platforms, you can also set up MFA.
0: So Really, anywhere that us consumers are interfacing and have the opportunity to set up MFA, we should, because if not, we're really leaving ourselves vulnerable to someone hacking us in that public cafe or jumping on that public Wi-Fi. Do you recommend using VPNs or anything as well?
1: Yes. Yeah, you should definitely never um, use a public Wi-Fi if you have any sensitive information on your device.
0: Well, I think most people ignore that one because they're so desperate for the deal, right? They're like, it's only for a second. Who would catch me? That's great. Okay, what about, okay, so we got MFA. We got using a VPN if you can. We also want to make sure that we slow down and we're only clicking on links that we know about. What else? Anything else we should be thinking about during this holiday season?
1: Um, As far as getting emails or text messages from retailers, Um, I would just be wary of ones that appear to be from the company, but um, they may look a little off. So the email that they come from might have like one letter that's not spelled right, or the address in the email to you may not match the signature of the person that's sending the email. So these are phishing emails. So they're going to try to get you to click a link in within the email that gives them access to your device and then from there of course they can do whatever they want so it's very important to look at the emails um, that you're getting to make sure that they that they're you know valid they'll have something spelled wrong or the font will be different Um, I get I did get um, some a lot of spam recently from PayPal because I do use PayPal but the way that the PayPal logo is it's just a little bit off it's very hard to spot
0: they're, they have gotten very good at making it look like it's from Amazon or PayPal. I also think, you know, we in our the, in the business world, we're learning all this through our systems at work about recognizing proper email things. But I know I never go back and not, other than say, hey, don't click on that to my wife. I never talk about some of the ways to identify it or to hover over the URL to make sure it's accurate. And maybe that's something we should be thinking about as well, because... Kind of beat into us in the workplace, but I think for individuals out, you don't think about those things at all. And that's a tough thing to learn if we're not exposed to it. So it seems like common nature for us. But my wife would still click that link and do the deal.
1: Right? Yeah. It's they make it um, really hard to spot, and it's always a a rush situation. So you want to, you know, make sure that the bad guys want to make sure that you click on it like without really thinking about it. So that's their goal, right? Is to get you know to get your money. I will share with you um, a personal story. I was using um, the app Venmo, which is a way that most people use to send money to each other, to, to you know, pay for each other when they, when they buy coffee or whatever they go out to eat. Um, I used it to buy um, local artisan, you know, things at a craft fair or something like that. So I use Venmo. I got a notification from my bank that there um, that there was a charge that was over the preset limit that I had to send me a notification. And I tried to check my Venmo app, but I couldn't log in. It wouldn't, it said my password was invalid. And I tried to reset my password and it would, I wouldn't get an email, and uh, my email account to reset it. The person that had hacked my Venmo had sent two small charges from a gas station um, for like around $40. And then at uh, 4 a.m. tried to charge to Bloomingdale's over $2,100. From my Venmo account, which was tied to my, uh, you know, bank account, so I had to act quickly, and cha- I had to shut down my whole bank account, open a new one. It, it was a process, um, and during that process, I I changed all of my passwords. Um, don't use Venmo for a while because I'm not, I, you know, I'm not. They handled it well, but I don't really trust them 100 percent yet. <laughs> But it was an exercise because um, you don't think that it will happen to you or it won't happen to the cyber expert at Crane. But guess what? They'll find you.
0: (laughs) The cyber expert at Crane was a victim. I I think that also illustrates, you know, people won't slow down or they have a hard time slowing down. But just how much of a pain was it to have and how much time did it take to go close your bank? And even if you weren't out of pocket any money, that sounds like a very big headache to try and shut down everything and start up again.
1: It is. It's a process. Um, luckily, my bank worked really well with me and Venmo was fine. So I wasn't out any money, um, but it was, a, it was a lot of time because not only did I have to reset all my passwords and all my logins, um, I had to reset the way that I pay all my bills with my bank. Um, so it's a process and you know, time is money. So it's it's a headache that you don't want to have to go through.
0: <laughs> well, there we have it. There we have it. I I think that's, uh, thanks for sharing that story because as individuals, we go out there and we don't think a thing about the stuff we learn at work. And so this is timely information for those that are listening and that are out shopping around. And I think talk to your spouse. You got to make sure they know what to do. (laughs) Is there anything else that we kind of wrap this up in terms of like best practices for this holiday season?
1: I think that we covered the most important. um, I would say maybe one more thing is if you have... um, any data or anything you keep, um, as far as password keeper or anything like that, just make sure that you have a, a good backup system for your computer. And also make sure that you're um, doing the updates that your apps require on your phone. That is going to make sure that any bug or any vulnerability that's in that program is going to be patched.
0: OK, that's a great that's a good point. I know you're supposed to keep all, all software, all applications up to date. A lot of people don't do that. How about storing passwords? Any tips on the best places to store passwords if you're not using these password keepers? I know also human tendency is to use the same variation of the same password as you're creating passwords to access a site. And right. and we also know I think the hackers can run these algorithms and once they have one of your passwords, they can run it through some iteration so quickly that they can find your other vulnerabilities, right? So not, is there any suggestions on password? Use the use the one provided by the password manager or change them up?
1: Um, I do set my own passwords in my password keeper. Um, I make them uh, pass phrases, um, things that only I would know in, in a certain configuration of words, not just, you know, you don't want to put your dog's name and then the year, <laughs> obviously. Um, you don't want to use the same password for everything. I use harder password for things that I want more secure. Um, the password keeper will tell you how long it will take to crack the password that you've Suggested. So, um, you know, obviously a brute force attack is a computer that is just going to run an algorithm to find the password. And then once they do, you know, they can shoot it out to several places and they've got, you know, you're, they've got access because you're using the same password for everywhere you go.
0: Yep. And I think people are guilty of doing that because we default to behaviors, which are known. And so we, we always use some, our, there's a tendency to use a variation of that password and you're actually leaving yourself pretty right. vulnerable if you don't find a way to manage your passwords correctly.
1: Yeah. It's better to use a passphrase or, you know, your favorite song, just some random lyric from it. Something like that is more secure than just someone's name or initials or the year you were born.
0: <laughs> right. And when it's, uh, yeah, I have funny stories. I better watch out or I'll get hacked. I'll be giving away all the secrets. So Yeah. <laughs> Beth, it's been great to just get these tips on the holiday season. Perfect timing. I think everyone needs to do their part, go out, keep jumpstarting the economy, but spend wisely when you jump on these apps at these stores to get the deals to make sure you get the right Christmas presents that you want.
1: Absolutely. Happy shopping. <laughs>
0: yeah, happy shopping. Well, thank you so much. And again, this is Beth Martin from the Crane Agency in St. Louis. She's the cyber expert prior to joining Crane, she worked for Aon where she worked in the private equity portfolio doing all the management liability. Uh, Pleasure to have you on today and learn from your wealth of knowledge. And thanks for sharing what individuals need to do this holiday season, Beth. Absolutely. Thanks, Jeff. Okay, we'll see you again. All right. Enjoy Know Your Insurance and Risk Pro Net with Risk Pro Net. We'll talk to you later. Happy holidays. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Know Your Risk and Insurance Coverage with Risk Pro Net. For more information about RiskProNet, please visit our website. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter for insurance insights. From everyone at RiskProNet, we want to say thank you for tuning in and see you next time.